0: And we are back for another episode of Hopped On Sports, your podcast for the beer drinking sports fan. I'm Preston, and I'm joined by Steven, and we are going to hop right into things and uh, get into some sports talk here today. But first, let's get into what we're drinking. Steven, what do you got for
1: me, man? I'm actually drinking the Unita, I think is how you say it, or how do you say that? Uinta? (laughs) (laughs) It's a soft U. It's a U, a soft U, Inta. It's Pack It Out IPA. Um, it's coming in at 60 IBUs. It's, uh, they claim it's a pretty hoppy beer, um, low in malts, light body. It's a pretty light color, actually, but it's kind of an interesting beer. It comes out of Salt Lake City, Utah. It seems like kind of the camp, what I would assume is the campy beer there. Yeah. You know, people it literally like it's pack it out, like put it in your bag and take it on the camping trip. Um, it's, it's pretty good so far, actually.
0: Now, I like the design of the can. Like yeah. like you said, it's, it's your camping kind of beer. Uh, you've got like a compass around the top of the can. Right. Uh, you know, a trail looks like some mountains and stuff in the background. Very yeah, cool it, can. It's
1: a really cool design on the can, and I have to say, for a hoppy beer, which I really don't prefer, it's it's pretty good. Excellent, yeah. excellent. We'll put some. Uh, we'll put the logo and the link up in the in the show notes, and then on the Instagram as well, if you guys want to check that out.
0: Yeah, I'm liking that. I uh, today I'm actually drinking a Guinness, and uh, hopefully, it's going to be my last uh, American Guinness that I'm going to have here today. Why is that? Uh, because. As of Wednesday, I'll be traveling to Ireland. Mm. Yeah, uh, and we'll actually be going to the Guinness Brewery and checking things out, so uh, I'm pretty excited to get in there and uh, taste a real fresh Guinness. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so the the Guinness I'm drinking tonight is checking in at 4.2%. Uh, it's got a dark and creamy look to it. Uh Very, uh, a very multi-coffee type smell to it. Uh, Most people probably had a Guinness before, but if you had not try one. You know, a lot of people are scared because they think it's a dark beer and all that, but it really checks in, like I said, uh, not as high in alcohol content and uh, what I would consider a lighter stout, so...
1: Now, what are your thoughts? I know I've had a lot. uh, I've tried a lot fewer beers than you have. The the few Guinness that I've had, I expected them to be stronger Mm -hmm. in flavor, but and I'll give it to them. It seemed to be very smooth, Um, but it to me it it for as dark as it looked, it didn't have as much flavor as I expected.
0: Exactly, and that's probably by design. I believe they make that out to be something that is a little easier for just the average person to drink. I don't think you have to be a, a stout fan to be like, Oh yeah, I could drink this. And I have always kind of thought it was just like I said, a an easy stout. Um yeah. and I believe that's by design. So
1: cool.
0: But uh I'm excited to drink this and uh I'll go ahead and cheers mm-hmm. to that. So here's to uh Ireland. Uh but there's a lot going on in the sports world. Um we'll go ahead and jump into some NBA playoffs. A lot's happened since we last spoke, and uh, a lot of these series are starting to get interesting. So uh, we start right with Toronto and Philly. Um, Man, (laughs) we've got a series on our hands now. Um, Leonard has absolutely dominated all playoff long.
1: You know Um, he's improved his stats scoring-wise every year. His average uh, game score. Really? Every year he's been in the playoffs. It's I, gone bel- up.
0: I believe it, man. This, this guy just, I mean, he's never looked like the moment was too big for him. Right. And he's just looking more and more confident in what he's doing. Um,
1: All the while he's being overlooked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean,
0: it just continues to be, no matter if we talk about him on the big stage or not, it seems like you forget about him, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Uh, you, you know, it's interesting, too. I haven't really thought about this much until right now. He has the personality where he's not looking for the attention, you know. No. He doesn't yeah. want the attention. Um, you know, for the longest time, one of the things he's kind of known for now. He he was driving his old, I think it was a '99 Chevy, yeah, suburban, uh, suburban. After he had yeah. millions of dollars, so yeah. um, you look at guys like KD and LeBron, Westbrook, um, they thrive on the attention. They love it. Um, Kawhi just doesn't care. No. <laughs> You know, he's getting money, obviously, but he just wants to go out. He wants to win. Uh, To him, winning is the most important. I think some of these other guys get tied up into the fame. And what's more important to them, winning or the money? Yeah. You know, I I think that's a question that isn't even in debate for Kawhi.
0: I agree. And because of that, I mean, he's able to go out there and put out performances like he's been doing Tonight, uh, he had 39 points, 14 rebounds, and uh, got the W. Yeah. So, um, just curious, what what do you think? Uh, We'll get into this a little bit, you know, once we get into free agency, but uh, if you had to guess right now, where
1: is he next season? Where is Kawhi? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, If Toronto does end up doing well, And I mean, they've already done well, of course, but um, does he stay there? I don't know. Is he on a one year contract with them? I am well, th- not even this, sure.
0: This is his last season with them, so okay. he, he would he would be a free agent
1: after this. So I mean I think that um he, he bought will... a brand new house in LA. I w I don't know. I I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. Um does he end up in LA? Possibly. You know, that um, was the
0: whole talk, was it? you know, that they thought he wanted to go to the Lakers, he ends up going to the Raptors. Now LeBron's there. Obviously he's gonna be trying to get guys to come there. You know, would that be even a match that could work? I don't know, but I I don't see him staying as a Raptor. You know.
1: Yeah. So now if you make it to the conference finals or even the um, NBA finals, how do you leave you know, how do you yeah. leave a team oh, that you just did so well now? that's why, what's crazy. Why mess with it?
0: Um but like I said, we'll get more into that once we get a little closer to free agency and all that. But yeah. both I'll the teams you, are scrappy. He yeah, this is a great series, uh, absolutely great series, and uh, I don't think either team's going to go down without a fight. So, uh, but they got the W tonight. So now the series, I think, I am now most intrigued with is this Denver Portland series. It is now two two, um, and it just seems like no matter what, every night. You're going to see a great game, and you just have no idea who's going to win. Right. I mean, it's it's nuts. Uh, Joe Kick has another triple-double. Um, I, this guy, we've never seen anything quite like this. Uh, Friday night, there was a historic triple-overtime basketball game.
1: Four quadruple.
0: Or quad, yeah. Yeah, they were for. Right. four. You're right. Uh, Joe Kick becomes the first seven-footer to ever play
1: 60 minutes in a game. Uh, I think he played 65, and then there were multiple, um, multiple sources said they saw him in the Taco Bell drive-through after the game. <laughs> <laughs> What's better? Got cl- to clean the system out yeah, for the was, next well, game, right? yeah.
0: No better way to rehydrate than uh, a little Taco Bell. But uh, this guy's incredible, man. And that's what I really like about the NBA right now. There's so many guys that are just absolutely insane. I mean. How many times did we mention him during the the, the season? You, no. you know he doesn't get enough love. This guy could do everything. Yeah. He can pass the ball. He can rebound the ball. He can shoot the three. I mean, it's just I'm I'm absolutely blown away with this his performances that he's had, and he's doing it on the biggest stage of them all. So, uh, this series, so I mean, we just talked about Scrappy with Toronto and Philly, Denver, Portland, both these teams. I'm telling you right now. Uh, wh- whoever wins that um, Houston Warrior Series, they don't want to see either one of these teams. Yeah,
1: I agree with that.
0: I, I know that sounds crazy to say because, obviously, Houston Warriors, they're the two best teams. Um, I don't think many people will debate that. But you don't want to see a team like Denver. You don't want to see a team like Portland because they're so dangerous. And, I mean, if they – you know, things roll their way, then, I mean, they can beat anyone any given night. So, um. I'm excited um, to see where this goes. Uh, I still think Denver is the better team. I think they're going to get the uh, the series,
1: yeah. but they're uh, expected to as a, as a Port- two seed.
0: Portland won't die. They just
1: won't die, which is actually making me feel a little better about the uh, Thunder. They're playing. Portland's probably playing with as much heart, yeah, like true heart um, that I've seen in a while. Yeah, um, um, but you know the the Golden State, the Warriors. They get a lot of credit um, for having the best athletes, and oh, they've just got the most talented team. But those guys go out there and grind. Like if you watch them, if you actually pay attention to the way they play, they're they're all talented. There's no debate that they have the most athletic team in the NBA. Yeah. But they push themselves like they. I don't necessarily agree with all their antics of. We're just going to complain the whole time and, oh, it didn't go our way here and it wasn't our fault, we'll blame it on the refs, or let's look for reasons why we lost. They do go out there and give it everything they've got. Um, you compare them to teams that aren't in the playoffs right now, it's because every single play is like it's the last play of a game. They just play so hard. I know.
0: I, I totally agree. and uh, But I'll tell you what um, – Harden, he uh, he won't let the Warriors just – No. He won't let them just take this series, sweep no. it. He uh, he laid it all on the line in uh, game three and uh, ends up scoring 40-plus and getting the win. And, you know, I know it's funny because it seems like game to game we're like, oh, the Warriors are done Oh, the Warriors are going to win. Oh, because you really don't know what Warriors team you're getting from night to night. Yeah. You know, basically, if they show up, they've got a great chance to win the game. Uh, but let me tell you, the biggest thing and the one flaw that I see in this Warriors team is their bench is nowhere near to what it's been in the past. These championship teams, you'd see uh, Iggy Dalla come off the bench, you'd see Le- uh, what, what Livingston, is Livingston. yeah, you'd, you'd see guys like that come off and you know go for 15, 20 points. Heck. Iguodala won the Finals MVP a few years ago as a as a six man. Right. So uh, tonight the Warriors bench, or I'm sorry, uh, Saturday uh, Warriors bench had seven points. Yeah. Okay. That's the difference, and I'm telling you, with Steph Curry struggling, with Clay having his struggles. Uh, you're not going to be able to win games all the time if your your main guys are struggling and your bench is giving you nothing. And that's where I think uh, Houston has the advantage. I don't think their bench is quite the same as it's been in the past either, but uh, I definitely give them the the advantage with the
1: bench. So, How I, far do you think they've traveled between Harden and Curry in this series, <laughs> three games in? Quarter mile?
0: Just, no, easy, <laughs> easy. Uh, if You add
1: all those steps up, you're going halfway around the globe.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, man, and the the things they let these guys get away with. Well, now.
1: you watch. I mean, you just get done watching March Madness, and the refs, they just they call the travels. Mm-hmm. If they take more than two steps, it's a travel. In the NBA, oof. yeah, they're all. I mean, over it, it. And that's been the talk for years. But as a as a high school and college basketball fan, which is what I watched for a decade, that's you know that's one of the things you just focus on. Did he travel? and yep. it doesn't seem to be one of the focuses it's not on the a NBA, thing in the so. NBA
0: so yep um, <laughs> but yeah look forward to seeing more of that for sure um the bucks they are now 2-1 over the Celtics however there is one good um lining here and that's uh Marcus Smart is reportedly coming back Monday and uh you and I've already touched base on
1: this um a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, well, he adds another dimension to the team. Absolutely. I mean, I mean he's, he, he makes them he, scary. He's
0: kind of the guy who, hey, guys, let's go, yeah. you know?
1: Even if he's not scoring, if yeah. he's not doing he, he what does, he can he do. He does
0: it in another way, which is really funny, because like, when he was at OSU, he was the guy, you know? He was going to yeah. score 30 points. He right. was going to do everything and all that. Well, he's not really that guy in the NBA. He's never had to be that guy. He's the heart. But his his he represents something to the team that they everyone just feeds off of and now that he's back believe it or not i i would i'm taking Celtics in game 4
1: yeah
0: i, I don't know how well he'll be but him just being there his presence i think is going to be enough for the Celtics to get the win so if if that's the case we're looking at a bunch of these series being all tied up and that'd be pretty cool you know, so
1: yeah i mean look it's already shaped out to be way better than round one
0: yeah i think that's round a good one was too.
1: just not not fun to watch i mean it was one-sided and and you know that's what it's gonna be you got good teams playing bad teams and in rankings are pretty true in the nba year in and year out so oh yeah
0: yeah holds true um with that being said do, do you think um do you think these series are going to be all tied up? At, at, you know, is, where, where are they playing? Where are the
1: Bucks and uh, Celtics playing? So it is in Boston. It's in Boston. Yeah, I'm probably if, if Smart's going to be playing, I'm probably say Boston will win that. And then Houston, you
0: think they're going to take Game Four? No, no. So three-one in that series. Yep.
1: I mean, I initially said, what did I say? Warriors in six after they no, won Houston one Houston and six. Oh, I mean that's yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah. Houston and six after yeah. Houston wins one in Golden State which they yeah. didn't do so um yeah no Houston right. Houston's dead
0: <laughs> calling it now okay well like you said it's already been better of a uh, second round than first round and I, I hope to see um it's good basketball the rest of the way so we'll uh we'll keep an eye on that but uh
1: what In else? other news, this is actually the first podcast we've recorded where we don't have a hockey game playing on the TV I know. behind us. I so, about that, a um, little bit weird not not being able to look up and see the scores and the hockey plays. Um, but you know what that means? <laughs> that means that Carolina swept and they're at home resting. So
0: is that not crazy? They're
1: just going to be. Dangerous and ready to come play, but we'll we'll hit on that later. Um, that just it just made me think of that. Um, but uh, other news today, um, the NASCAR race got postponed, and they're going to be racing tomorrow, or for you guys today, Monday, uh, May 6th at noon. So be watching for that. Hopefully Chase Elliott doesn't win. We don't want to see that happen twice in a row. So, but we will. Touch more on that for the next episode, episode six. Um, Preston, you have anything on the NFL today?
0: Yeah. Uh, so we just got a few things here. Obviously, it's been kind of quiet. We're still getting over the draft and, uh, you know, guys are signing contracts, things like that. Um, but speaking of contracts, we came kind of across an interesting little thing, which I've kind of known for the last few years. But when you say it out loud, it just doesn't sound right. Uh Steven, tell me about Tom Brady's
1: contract. Oh, on the message I sent? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we were going to talk about that, but it is – that's crazy. Um, Tom Brady is the lowest-paid quarterback that's not in a rookie contract in the NFL, which is just hard hard to wrap your mind around. Um, and I kind of looked into that because I saw a post the other day that it was talking about Brady and saying – You know, basically saying, Why don't you make the money more of a focus? And his response was, Well, you know, pretty much said it's football plus my wife makes a lot of money. Yeah, I I did hear that. (laughs) So, um and you look at that and go, Okay, Roger's great, you're making what's he making, ninety seven million or crazy over ninety million, but can't win a game. I mean Packers pretty much have four win season last year.
0: <laughs> Tom, obviously, Tom Brady's got it figured out, man. I mean, he's he's, he's ma- got it all figured he, out. He's made his money. His wife makes lots of money. He's doing everything right, and and these teams are getting lined up perfect for him to go out there and win again. And you know they're already talking about Patriots got to steal the draft and the receiver from Arizona State. Um, <laughs>
1: It's just like, come, on. I mean, how many times do we have to see this? I just thought of something. What, what do you say? Belichick's, it's a whole setup the whole time, and he's got Giselle married to <laughs> Tom Brady and telling him that she's going to divorce him if he doesn't have a 13 win season. I, so I, he's got, I can't take any more money. I got to get a left end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. All, all I know is
0: the Patriots have got it figured out, and, you know. It's surprising that you don't see more players do this. You know, it's easy for us to sit here and say that. Don't take the money. Leave money for your to, you know your team to be able to pass it around and all that. But man, when these guys are sitting there staring at these hundreds of million dollar contracts, how are you not supposed to say, it? "Okay, I'll, I'll go no. ahead and take it." You know, I'll take the money. You know, so it, it's a tough, tough, tough spot. Not many people do it. But Brady's one of them, and I gotta get—I gotta tip my hat for that, cause uh, it's inc- it's incredible what he, what he's doing, and you know,
1: you know the other five in front of him, um, that are that are the top five paid quarterbacks in the NFL. They didn't even make the playoffs, so I mean, there, there's there's got to <laughs> be something there. There's some thinking. type of yeah. correlation that that's... that money is, can obviously be used to improve your team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, like you were
0: saying, rookies. Besides rookie contracts, all that, we started talking about what what rookies we think are going to make the biggest impact um, this year. And uh, uh, so I said, Stephen, uh, who do you think is going to be the uh, rookie of the year? If you had to guess right now,
1: I want to say Kyler Murray, but um, realistically, I, I just. Hollywood Brown and Marquise Brown. He's, he's so good. He's so talented that I think he's got a better chance of standing out and being the the big yard guy that just catches the ball and he's able to separate himself. Um, plus he's got, um, he's got a fresh quarterback. He's got Haskins. I believe it's going to be throwing him the ball. If everything lines uh, up that way, uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson, ja- Lamar Jackson. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, uh, but that's uh it's just gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch and he's fast. Oh, yeah. I mean I mean literally like he's like Antonio Brown. No oh, they're just the same person. So well, I family. Think, no, I know, they're cousins, <laughs> but I, I really think that with Antonio's guidance, obviously he's probably got some skill from that. Um, and just the loudest. But I, th- I think my pick is definitely going to be Hollywood.
0: I think it's a good pick. Obviously, I'm a little biased and uh, would love to see Brown go ahead and do that. That'd be be awesome, and uh, I wish him the best. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with Haskins. Um, I just think him with the Redskins uh, quarterback, it's easy for them to stand out. Um, I think Washington's gonna give him the keys. And say go get it, and um, I think they've got a decent team. Um, And with Haskins' ability to uh, be able to throw the football, man, he's got he's got quite the arm. Um, I think he's going to be a steal um, at where he landed, and I think he's going to have a decent career. But I definitely think this year is going to be his year to kind of stand out. I would go with Kyler, but I think he's just going to need a new coach. New system, all this stuff. I think it's just gonna take some time.
1: You don't um, think Kingsbury's gonna work out with them at I, first? I
0: do. I just don't think they're gonna have the success right at the gate. I think it's gonna take some time. Um, you know, the Rams with their yeah. whole system. It, it's not like they came out firing. It, it took a couple years,
1: and once I mean, once they got it, man, it's a well-oiled machine now. Yeah, but uh, I would I would give it to Kyler. here. I don't want to discount him for being short, but if he were Taller, I would give it to him, simply because he is so accurate across yeah. the middle. Yeah. So accurate. I agree. But I don't know that he's going to be able to see over the line to make those throws. Well, We'll see. Cause until I mean, he figures right. it out. So I agree yeah, with there's you.
0: De- there's definitely something to it. Obviously, it can be done. I mean, Drew Brees is the perfect example. I mean, he's a short guy. and I mean, he can make every throw. Right. So.
1: And Drew's been in it for a long time, yeah. so he knows where to he, look he's and got what's it. coming. He's he's figured he's, it out. He's got so. those senses. So,
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, but I'm excited, man. It's going to be a good year of football. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of key guys to watch for. You know, I thought this draft was kind of, kind of boring, but at the same time, you look at the, uh, the top of the draft and it's pretty star heavy. There's going to be a lot of names to watch for that are going to be really exciting to, to see what kind of year they can, they can have. So, um, other than that, NFL has been kind of quiet, um. You know, we're just going to have to keep an eye and see what kind of uh, stories will come out of uh, all the competition Yeah, with all the new guys coming in. So, um, but that wraps up NFL. So, we'll, we'll have to see
1: what else we got the rest of this week. Did you see uh, Rory had his birthday over the weekend? Yeah. McElroy. Yeah. I thought this was a pretty cool deal. Um,
0: was it the first tee? Yeah. Uh, they had everybody meet him out there before he was teeing off.
1: Yeah, everybody sung happy birthday. Yeah. The announcer, you know, golf is such a quiet, kind of composed sport. And then all of a sudden, everybody is yeah. singing happy birthday. And no, it, it was kind of cool.
0: It was kind of a cool moment. I, I do agree. I, w- I wish you could have played a little better. Yeah. Uh,
1: he, you know, he ended up, what, four over, I think? Uh, two, two plus two. two yeah, two, two over. Um,
0: you know he's got to get it going, man. You know we're talking about majors and everything. Got the uh, Players Championship coming up,
1: yeah.
0: And uh, he's still not playing. He's still not playing very is it well. The
1: Players coming up? Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then the U.S. Open, US just Open like we talked June. about last yep. week. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um. So he's got to get stuff going, man. Because there's too much. He's he's in his prime. He's these are the years. Oh, yeah, these are doubt. the years he's got to be winning. And you know he he's kind of struggled um, as of late and. You know, he he said he's figured some stuff out, but you know, losing by six strokes that, that ain't going to do
1: it. So, right. Um, well, they played Quail Hollow. That's not an easy course. No, it's uh, not very true. typical that you see the winner just be not four under. Yeah, you know? I mean it happens, but you're normally looking at a lower score than that. No,
0: it played tough. As, yeah, really tough. So, um, he's got to get going though. Yeah, and I tell you what, I I can't wait. For the uh, the players, because well, I'm
1: excited to talk some more Tiger. Yeah,
0: I wanted I, like we talked about last episode. I can't wait to see where he's at yeah. in his game, uh, mentally, that, physically, all that.
1: Hopefully uh, that Thursday night we record, we get to report some good news. Yeah,
0: hopefully I could tell you Tiger's leading after day one and right. all that. So, we'll uh, we'll get into that here in a, a week or two. Um,
1: How's your beer tasting?
0: Oh, it's it's a Guinness, man. Uh, it's smooth and rich and yeah. always a, uh, always a good choice. So uh, I'm telling you, man, I, I can't wait for Ireland. Uh, you know, we're going go to go around a few different places, Guinness, Smithwick's, uh, going to go to a couple distilleries, uh, Jameson's. And then I'm going to look up a couple of the local breweries, um, that are, you know, um, not as well known. Um, so I can't wait. Uh, I, this is something. This is a beer drinker's paradise. Getting to go over there and yeah. drink some of these um, Irish Irish beers. So
1: now you're going to be teeing off too, aren't you?
0: Yep, I'll uh, be playing a a, a bally uh, what is it bally Bunyan um, course. Uh, had a friend tell me about this. Um, I can't wait, man. This this course is absolutely gorgeous. It's sitting off next to the uh, uh, next to the ocean. It's it's uh, absolutely gorgeous, and uh, I cannot wait. So
1: yeah, from the pictures I saw, it looks pretty nice.
0: Yeah, and a uh, little fun fact that I read: uh, alcohol is prohibited on the course.
1: Not allowed at all.
0: Zero alcohol. Wow. Uh, they take their golf very seriously seriously, over there, and, uh, it yeah. is, it is for the, um, locker, or the bar scene inside, and that is it. You're so. gonna risk it for the biscuit? <laughs> Shotgun a beer on hole one, maybe? <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll probably respect their wishes and have a, have a pint afterwards, hopefully celebrating a good round, but.
1: Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts? What are you gonna shoot?
0: <sighs> you know, I, it, what's awesome is the course has a, a virtual tour online. Yeah. And I've checked out the, the course, and it gives you some pro tips and things like that. And it looks challenging. Um, it really depends on whether I'm going to get my clubs over there or not. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, anyone who plays golf knows, I mean, you can't just pick up a golf club and hit it. You know, it, it seems like you kind of got to work you with You can, it. And
1: you just don't have it fine-tuned. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean... There's just a feel to it, you know, things like that. Right. uh, What I'm talking about is I might not be able to take my clubs over there because the airline wants to charge me my life savings to get my clubs there and back. Yeah. And uh, so I might have to rent some clubs when I get there. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, Either way, it's going to be a good time and uh, I'll have a good time playing. So uh, it's just a, a great opportunity to. Enjoy a beautiful course and play some golf in Ireland. So yeah, that doesn't sound too bad to me.
1: And you won't, you know, it's interesting, but um, the wind—it's always so windy here. Oh uh, well, th- that's the one so thing I kind of worry about. Kind of used to the wind, kinda, like Oklahoma yeah. courses, you almost always expect wind. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But it's gonna be another level over yeah, there. Yeah, coming right off the ocean, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's gonna be a different ballgame. It,
0: it will definitely be uh, be different, but yeah, like you said, I, I feel like. I've had to adapt my game to be able to play in the wind a little bit. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm not in for anything I haven't seen before. But yeah. um, how about some hockey, man? I yeah. uh, Like you said, Carolina, uh, man, they're just looking. They're, they're clicking at the right time, too. Yeah, but
1: well, they you know they it's interesting they've really been clicking since the second half of the regular season
0: second best record right so yeah and
1: in the, in the regular season they had the second best second half of the season and then obviously took um, took the Capitals to Game Seven and came out on top and then sweep the Islanders who swept the Penguins it's the first time since I think early eighties that a team has swept what so what the Islanders did, they swept the Penguins and then they turned around and got swept. Got swept. (laughs) That that hasn't happened since the early 80s and um, so that just, just makes me very salty as a Penguins fan. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, no chance the Penguins were going to beat Carolina. It just, it wouldn't have happened. Um, They just ended up playing too soft in the playoffs and it just, it didn't work out for them but, um, you know, Trevor Van Riemsdyk for Carolina, most likely. Actually, not most likely. It's He's definitely out for the rest of the playoffs. Um, he's an impactful player, I would say. I don't know how much of a, a loss he's going to be to the team. You know, they're a powerful team. I think no problem they'll overcome that. In fact, he's minus four on his plus minus for um, 2018-19 season, so he he's actually if you look at it in that way been a negative for the team but he obviously brings brings some stuff that the team's going to miss um
0: anytime this time a year you lose a player i feel like it affects a team it, it affects the chemistry you know i mean yeah exactly you, these are the guys who've gotten you there these are the guys who yeah. you know you've been playing with for you know a certain amount of time while you've been making this run and
1: but they did come out and win a game without him already so yeah um, I think, you know, I think they'll be fine. Um, it gives another guy a shot. I don't. I have not seen who they replaced him with, but sometimes you'll see those guys get called up and they prove themselves, and then they're stuck in the NHL. They don't go back down. Um, but, you know, Dallas and the Blues played today, and Dallas lost. They'll be going to Game 7 in St. Louis. Did you watch that game? I got to see a little bit of it. Um and, I it mean, first of all, one for it was
0: 1-0 with, like, the blink of an eye. Yeah, I mean, it was just the <laughs> quickest. I was like, okay, good yeah, game's on. Uh, uh, oh, Dallas is down one. Yeah, my brother
1: texted me and goes, well, this game is just going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. Uh, what, 4-1? Yeah, was it ended 4-1. I thought, you know, Dallas had so many quality chances. Um, ben, Ben, oh, man, he just... Had a couple good looks, open net. All you gotta do is get the stick on the puck, but the puck is bouncing, and it's just not easy to do. Um, but you're talking a game of inches. If if Dallas had two feet worth of inches, you know if they had 24 inches to change their sticks or the way the puck, was, they they win the game seven to one or seven to four, whatever it would have been. They had so many opportunities in front of the net that were so close, but. There's a little bit of a controversy in this game. Um, it was, uh, I believe, it was the third period. I don't know halfway through the third period, and and the Blues take a shot from um, the point, and the puck hit Ben Bishop, who's the goalie for the for the Stars, hits him in the in the shoulder, um, kind of in the collarbone area, right beside his mask, and he dropped. I mean, immediately, just face first to the ice, and. Blues get the puck, pass it back up to the point. They shoot – or they didn't even pass it. He circles around, yeah, takes a shot. Um, puck goes in the net. Well, of course it goes in the net. There's no goalie. <laughs> you know, he's on his face. It – I haven't done much reading on, on what the analysis are saying or what the outcries are. I'm sure Dallas is pissed. I mean, they were pretty well done with the refs after that. You know, ref, refs, you suck, chant the rest of the game. But um, –
0: It just all happened so quick to me that I I hear what you're saying when you're saying, like, you got to stop it there. I didn't necessarily say that. But to me, it just happened so quick. I just don't know how you you stop it when, I mean, clearly it's a a live
1: puck. Well, when you look at the ref down in the corner, um, he was looking right at it. So he had his eyes on Bishop. He saw – I feel like maybe he saw that the puck did not hit his mask. Um, but I'll tell you what, he dropped. He's out of the play completely. Um, you compare that to soccer, <laughs> Soccer, the ball just gets kicked out of bounds. You know, yeah, you're attacking. I don't know. Does it – does a soccer player shoot the ball? I don't know. It seems like there's kind of an ethics code in soccer that you're able to honor the other team if they see you got a hurt person. You kick it out of bounds. And they throw it back into you but I I have to be honest um, I'm a little biased kind of pulling for the stars in this series but I think it shows for a weakness in the rule in the rule book of the NHL um, I think that given that instance play should stop whether he's hurt or not um, if there's not a goalie in the net because of an injury that's I, I just I don't like that. Yeah. Um I think it it's a complete game changer. It stripped Dallas of any momentum they had. Um, I was talking to my brother about it. I said I feel like if a goalie goes down, play should stop. If the goalie embellishes that it should just be an instant penalty shot. Yeah. You know, if they think the goalie's faking. I um, I just think when you get into these rules,
0: it just it's so hard it, to it, differentiate. It's subjective. What what's re- a real injury? What's not? Um, and like I said, I, to me it just it happens so quick. I think it's tough to just stop play, but at the same time I do agree with what you're also saying though, because I mean obviously it was an easy goal because there's no goalie. Right. So,
1: but you look at hockey in general. They don't care if the goalie's down. If they've got the puck, they're shooting. Oh, it's a,
0: a, yeah. They
1: don't, they, I mean, they don't like each other until they're shaking hands after this series, you know. Um, So, I I don't know. I feel like it could be evaluated and probably will be evaluated after that because it's just, you got to open net in the middle of a game. (laughs) (laughs) it's It's a tough one because he genuinely was hurt. I mean, he yeah. got hit and went down. You could see the pain on his face. Um, but you oh. know, props to St. Louis. Yeah. They put it they in the and they go on. That and
0: most. Yeah, exactly. So grabbed the
1: momentum and ran with it. So
0: we'll, we'll have to see what uh, happens in game 7 yeah. on Tuesday because uh in you know, St. That's, Louis, mind you. So Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good game. I can't yeah. wait. To, that's the first to game of
1: the playoffs that uh the the Blues have won more by more than 1 point. So oh, wow. yeah, all, the, all their other wins were one goal, huh. but sharks are leading three, two now, um, Colorado, they had a good shot. I mean, not literally just one shot. They had like four or five good shots in the last minute and a half of the game to tie it up, um, send it to overtime. It didn't happen, but now they're going back to play game six in Colorado. I have to lean towards the sharks. I think they're just through and through. I think they're the better team, um, not to strip Colorado of anything because they are good, but the Sharks are the Sharks are playing nasty. Um, and they got a lot of attitude. They got a lot of skill. They got a couple veterans. Um, but Bruins Bruins are leading 3-2. They're going to play game six in Columbus. Loud Columbus, mind yeah. you. Oh, yeah. So I gotta pick Columbus in that one. Um, I think the yeah. Bruins are going home.
0: I agree. I feel like this series has a
1: game seven feel to it as well I think so. the Bruins are going home in seven so um, I only say that because Columbus I feel like they're they have a lot of heart I don't know that you can say they have as much as Carolina that they're not quite as good as Carolina but man they want it and uh, I really don't want the Bruins to win so <laughs> I uh, that's my main reason for picking Columbus because I don't want to see the Bruins go through. <laughs> But, you know, we had an interesting thing happen <laughs> yesterday. And I'm sure you guys all know about it. But um, at the Kentucky Derby, we had a disqualification on the winner of the race. So, Preston, you know, I'm sure you saw that if you want to talk about it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well,
1: uh, yeah, we had
0: to run somewhere, the wife and I. And I'm telling her, listen, these races... Give me ninety seconds and uh and we can leave. I just gotta watch this race real quick. It's a Kentucky Derby. Dude. <laughs> and uh l- l- let me just see real quick. And so we watch the race, you know, uh the favorite wins, um, maximum security. Everyone's celebrating, you know, and uh we go ahead and head out. Well, while I'm at the restaurant, I get an update to my phone that says Maximum Security has been disqualified, and uh, there's a new winner. And just so happens uh, that the winner uh, was a 65 to 1 favorite. Yeah. And instantly, my first thought about this was wow, the uh, the people gambling on
1: this. <laughs> I've got to be pissed. Yeah. I saw, uh, I saw a comment that said, Could you imagine being a New Orleans Saints fan and betting on. <laughs> maximum security <laughs> <laughs> no uh, oh, like just... what what more do you
0: deserve you know what would you deserve to get that but um no uh you know a lot of people are disappointed with the with the outcome being a disqualification. the best horse on that track that day was definitely maxim, maximum security no doubt um however, it was a bad track, you know all the rain, mud, all that, and yeah. uh. So he ended up swerving into uh, some other horses and blocking them. And
1: I watched the replay about five times, and I, I wasn't seeing it. And I thought, you know, I, I'm not. I don't watch enough races. I've gone to the off-track betting. I've bet on races before, and I know a little bit. But from the replays I was seeing, I didn't see it worthy. Whoa. And then I saw another angle, and I thought, you know what? I, I see it now because he clearly moved yeah, over it and over. then came back a little too far yeah. on both he went too far on both sides and I, I feel like it definitely changed yeah. not necessarily changed that maximum security would have won yeah I think the horse still would have won the race but effect first I mean you know second and third place probably so
0: yeah you know, everyone agrees that the right call was made. It's just a I weird, don't, I it I don't think it, so. Yeah. I mean, most, most people I listen to. I know Trump said, doesn't. Well, <laughs> I don't think Trump knows much of uh, racing. But, right. I agree. Uh, the professionals all spoke on it and, and believed that the right call was made. Doesn't mean it's the call that has to be made, but because it was made, they kind of agreed with that.
1: Yeah. Well, the. So, um, the last time they reversed it was 125 years ago from a disqualification. I mean that's just.
0: I mean that's what I'm saying. You don't see this every day, especially if this is the first one ever disqualified in a Kentucky Derby. Right. So I mean
1: I think it's fair to say that this is the Super Bowl of horse racing. I mean, oh, it, obviously, well, ab- everyone talks you about it. Go yeah. for the Triple Crown and, yeah. and it's cool to see that happen. But this is the yeah. event for horse oh, racing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, everybody's Ev- All there. eyes
0: on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's uh, there. So, you know, unfortunate, um, you know, one thing I've thought about, obviously winning and losing is a big deal here for these horses for a lot of reasons, but one is for breeding purposes. Oh, yeah, uh, max, yeah. like we, like we said, maximum security was the best horse on that track that right. yesterday. No, I don't feel Didn't like. Didn't get the win, but however, how does that affect his stock as far as breeding? Zero. I would like to think so. Um, but unfortunately, I don't know enough about the about how that um, all works. Zero. I would hate to see that horse lose millions of dollars due to some dumb rule because he moved a little bit because of a muddy think, track. You I know, I think
1: possibly the better question: what was the what was the horse that ended up winning? Do you know the name of the I, sixty-five I mean, to one? It, it's hilarious you say that because I've been thinking about it the whole time. No, I, I, I totally, I don't remember. Totally blank. I saw it, but anyways. I think a better question would be, does the stock of that horse increase? Yeah, because I don't That's know. That's a good point too. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, think mean, about this. It was. 60, I would assume so.
0: It was sixty-five to one to win. Worst case, it came in second. Right. I mean, <laughs> the a horse at sixty-five no. to one to come in second—that's right. mean, it's not bad. I would so. say
1: for sure he's um, probably going to increase that yeah. stock. Um, but as far as maximum security gonna be able to breed as many times as he wants for probably the highest dollar on the market right now. Um as far as a race, you know, a race horse. So Yeah, no, I agree. So uh it was
0: it was a good race though. So most uh most exciting uh,
1: you know couple minute and a half, whatever if, Sports entertainment. Speaking of a minute and a half, I, I was not able to watch more than a minute and a half of the Cardinals series this week against the Cubs. They just got walloped the whole time. They lost the last one, what, 13-5? to five.
0: Yeah, which is surprising
1: because last episode we were just talking about how well the Cardinals are doing. Yeah, and, and you would think five runs. I mean, five runs isn't bad, yeah. obviously, but if you're giving up 13, you've yeah. got to be able to get more yeah. than five. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cubs are the hottest team in baseball. They're eight and two right now. Yeah, they they what they did uh twenty three to ten in three games. They beat they outran the Cardinals twenty three to ten. Yeah.
0: Um
1: eight and two in their
0: last ten. Yeah. Things are things are starting to uh move in the right direction for the Cubs who looked dead in the water to begin the season. Right. Their bullpen was absolutely garbage. Uh things, you know, they weren't hitting the ball and you know, now they've kind of got things going in the right direction and yeah, beating your rival, this gets you excited
1: as a as a Cubs fan. So, do you think that um they're starting to show signs of being a true competitor to the end, maybe if they're able to uh withstand taking injuries. You know, the Central is so ex- such
0: an exciting division um in baseball, definitely in the NL.
1: That's cuz of the, overall in baseball, the Yankees, right? No, well, I'm saying in the NL. (laughs) No, I know. That's what I'm saying. The Yankees aren't there, so that's what Uh, makes it exciting. Uh,
0: You know, Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals. I mean, these teams are all right there. Um, You know, Brewers, I know they still haven't played to their full ability yet. Um, But Cardinals, Cubs, I mean, this is what baseball is supposed to be about, these rivalries and these teams having to compete the whole year and these series meaning a lot because – at the end of the year, you're going to be, you know, two games, three games away from uh, right. the next guy. And, and I, how
1: many times has that happened to the Cardinals in the last couple of years? I know, like and it happens you year. Gotta after, win this game ends, at the end of year the season, year after year.
0: Yeah, you see the same thing. So it was a great step for the Cubs. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they continue to play. Um, overall, it's kind of a quiet weekend. Uh, we saw some fantastic plays. Uh, I know you had mentioned uh, Kevin Pillar. When he Oh man when he climbs this wall, uh overjudged it a little bit. He
1: actually went too high. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: too high over the wall because he had to kinda reach down to catch the ball, but what a what a beautiful, beautiful web jam.
1: Well he uh he robbed the Reds, no doubt. Yeah.
0: Um, so great play there. Uh speaking of the Reds, they did something pretty uh pretty exciting today. What was that? Uh they hit three home runs in a row on three straight pitches. Uh,
1: you know... Not just three straight at-bats, at- yeah, right? Yeah, right. Pitch, three pitches. Hit, pitch, hit. Not at-bats, pitch, but
0: pitches. Uh, you know, the average fan might not really understand how remarkable something like that is. You could tell a guy... These guys are professionals. They know how to hit the baseball and everything, but that doesn't mean you know you can hit a home run every time. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to hit a home run every time. Uh, So the fact that they were able to hit... Live major league baseball pitching when the guy's trying to get you out. It's not like he's just throwing you a you know a batting practice right. ball or whatever, but three pitches in a row, three bombs absolutely incredible. Uh, things like that don't happen every day so that that's pretty pretty remarkable stuff. Um, of course Yankees it wouldn't be a, wouldn't be another podcast without me saying something about the Yankees and how they lose another player. Uh, their best pitcher so far this season week in and week out. He is now on the DL for at least 3 weeks they have said. Um not a surprise with how the season's gone. Um Does his hormone count a little low. <laughs> must be. Uh The Yankees general manager also announced that our ace Severino will be out till mid July after the All-Star break. Um, you know, he hasn't pitched yet this season and so a little longer won't hurt, I guess. Uh, you know, everyone else is hurt, so does it doesn't really matter. Um, but I would like to see him at some point this season. Have you
1: pretty well ruled out going to Kansas City to watch him play now?
0: <laughs> yes. I guess that is the easy answer, just 'cause uh it, it it's you know, I am a Yankee fan through and through. Doesn't matter who they put out there, but obviously it takes a little bit of it out of you when you're like uh, these. Most of these guys were either on a major league bench or in AAA last year, right? And um, I mean,
1: it is essentially it would just be like going to a preseason NBA game where they weren't playing the starters. Yeah, and it just
0: that's fair to say.
1: I mean, if um, you compare it to the NBA. But that's not something you yeah. just look forward to going to yeah, watch as absolutely. bench players. But what the crazy thing is, uh, the Twins are in first
0: place in their division. Yankees just took two out of three from them. Yeah. The Yankees just keep winning. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely remarkable how the scrappy team is playing ball with the caliber of players they've got. Did you say scrappy or crappy? <laughs> it's a soft S. <laughs> scrappy. Um, but we'll look forward to seeing uh, them actually get healthy and see what they can actually do because it's uh, it's been a season already and uh, we're just now in May. So, um, but uh, some good news, Vladdy Jr. We've obviously touched touched on him and uh, his beginning of his young career, but he has just reached his first major league RBI. Which is exciting to see because this guy—I mean, clearly you see—he's got the tools. He's going to be a great ball player. Yeah. It's obviously not the start that he would have liked, but he—he's uh, hitting the ball hard. You keep hitting the ball hard, it's going to start finding you know places uh, yeah. or or seats. So, um, good luck to him because he's going to be exciting. He's going to be one of those guys we're going to talk about for years and years to come. Overall, it was a quiet week in Major League Baseball. Um, we'll see what kind of stories come up this next week. Uh, Stephen, what's your uh, what's your best and worst
1: of the week? I would say probably the worst was the Kentucky Derby. Um, not the actual race itself. I mean, that's great. You know, I always enjoy that, but. Seeing what happened at the, the end. You just don't want to see that. No, I mean, that. You just want to see a, tough, a tough true way. race. Yeah. You want to see it go the way. Um, I mean, I don't know. Racing, Horse racing is not a contact sport. So <laughs> most of the sports I watch are. Um, so going and you start watching horse racing. and Like I said, I don't know enough about it, but seeing how it ended just... It just sucked. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I mean, I normally, when I watch sports, if I don't have a dog in the fight, I pull for the underdog. 65 and 1. Yeah. I would say that's the underdog, but it just left a bitter taste in my mouth that, that, you know, you work so hard for that, and then you get bad track conditions. And and if you don't have bad track conditions, I feel like that doesn't happen. No, I I Um, 100% agree with that. So it's just, you know, you kind of feel bad for them. Yeah. Typically, I wouldn't, but in this case, I say that just sucks because it, it. I feel like the horse was trying to run the race true, and the funny thing is, the horse will never know. <laughs> you know, I mean, the horse will never know. Um, I, I would say probably the best of the week um, is the Rockets. They found a way to win. We talked about that earlier. I don't really care for the team overall. Um, kind of, kind of haven't spent much time watching that series just because kind of fed up with both sides of the equation on that one. Just all the complaining and all the attention that gets given to the refs, um, gets a little old to me, but I would say that it would be cool to see the Rockets win, even though I don't think they will. Um, and obviously winning a game is a start to that, so. That was probably the best, is seeing them spice up a, a little bit of change that Golden State hasn't really seen. So, what about you? Well, um,
0: start with my uh, best was it was a good heart you know heartfelt story about Ryan Shazier, uh, the linebacker for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, obviously he had that terrible injury, spinal right. cord injury where. Right. They're saying this guy may never walk again, well, this weekend was his wedding, and he was able to get up there and have a, a dance with his wife.
1: was it his wedding yeah, really yeah, I
0: didn't know that. I shared it to the Instagram I didn't know it was his wedding yep and uh so congratulations to that you know he has he said he has every um every um intent of playing football again yeah so i I hope to see that. Because what a, what a story it has already been. And so if he can somehow find a way to get to the NFL, back to the NFL and play,
1: man. You know, you know. what? Um, typically, I like, I like those comeback stories and whatnot. I think he might be one of the rare cases where I, I hope he does not play again as much as I loved watching him play. Mm-hmm. He was a phenomenal player. I would be so heartbroken if something happened Happen to him again. again. Yeah. Because I he is such a good guy. Um, I think I of course I can't make a choice for him, and I never would want to. But if I could, I count your blessings, man. You are lucky to be walking. You're lucky to be alive, really. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's, stay that's involved in football. Mm-hmm. But man, one more hit. I don't know. I don't know if the doctors will release him. Of course, I don't know. Uh, where they're at in that journey, but I would imagine that he'll have a tough time getting back in. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see
0: how that all plays out, but uh, either way, a guy like that you root for, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's he's doing the right thing. So uh, my worst of the week, uh, a little biased here, but uh, Red Sox, are, are, they're heating up, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I was pretty set on seeing them uh, have a – World Series hangover and struggle all season, but uh, they're seven and three in their last ten, and Chris Sale just won his first game of the season. So, a little a uh, little disappointing to see the Red Sox get going, but hopefully, uh, <laughs> it's it's probably good for everyone that they start playing well because it'll it'll make it that much better when the Yankees can, you know, finish them off and end their season later on. So.
1: <sighs> uh, yeah, but I guess we're just gonna have to wrap up on that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. It, it, it's funny
0: to be a, I don't know if that makes you a bad sport, but I just don't, you hate to see that. You hate to see the, these. I feel like Boston,
1: I mean, the Patriots. Red know. Sox, the you know what? Bruins at this point of all the Boston teams Celtics. I can respect. I can respect the Patriots. I have a tough time respecting <laughs> all the other teams from there. Yeah. Um I just I just do. That's just what it is for me. Um But anyways, guys, that's going to be it for this week. If y'all would hop over onto Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and follow us at Hopped On sports. It's the same on all three. Um, if you want to send us an email, it's hoppedonsports at com. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, we want to hear from you, too. So if you
0: guys want to message us or, like you said, shoot us an email, whatever it might be, well, we want to hear the people, man. We want to hear from you guys and tell us what you want us drinking, uh, what you want us to try, what you want us to talk about, whatever it might be. We'd love to hear from you and uh, get your opinion. So, uh, we will see you next Friday. Um, it's a game time decision. whether I'm uh, gonna be on the show or not. We'll have to see what the uh, setup is like in Ireland and if I am able to get uh, connected with, up with Steven.
1: We'll be bringing you something. Either on Friday way. For yeah, sure. we
0: will have content to you and uh, we'll get you all set up with that. keep you updated what's going on in the sports world in the beer community. So uh, we look forward to seeing you guys, so take care, and we'll talk to you later.
1: Cheers.